0: Uh, Jacqueline Rouths, one of our leading farming academics. She was at the Young Farmer Grand Final in Whangarei in the weekend. She's based in the Waikato where it's raining cats and dogs, Jacqueline.
1: It is indeed. But we're grateful for the rain but it would have been nice a bit more spread out.
0: She was a bit wet underfoot at the Young Farmer Um, Grand Final.
1: It was wet, wet, wet. Mud, mud, mud. And of course it's fabulous soils up there which mean the clay got higher than one cares to mention. So yes, but the warmness, the affability, the isn't this fun from all the uh, generations involved. Remember we've got the junior young farmer of the year, we've got the agri kids as well as the young farmer of the year and the small teams, the the primary school children saying, Well, I didn't do so well in that one, but I'm gonna come back next year because I know how to do it better was just fabulous.
0: Just terrific. Hey, you you sound a bit off, if you don't mind me saying so. Did you catch a cold, or or did you catch the rona at the Young Farmer of the Uh, Year?
1: Well, I thought it was just a cold, but actually I tested positive. So we're moving on hastily from that. Um, Timing wasn't that I caused it but certainly I couldn't have done without it. But moving on, because there are more interesting yes, things up. to discuss than Well, back.
0: we're going to discuss the gift that keeps on giving, the Country ah. Calendar programme with <laughs> Jeff and Justine Ross, but not before. You want to pick up on commentary made, or not made in this case, by Stuart Anderson, Deputy Director-General of MPI around biosecurity. You're reckoning that... Everyone who comes back uh, from Indonesia or that part yeah. of the world should go through a foot bath. I asked him anywhere. that and he said yeah. any what do you re- anywhere in the world?
1: Anywhere that has foot and mouth you put them through some sort of disinfection." affection status. There are animals because they're sacred in some and cows are sacred in some parts of the world they're just wandering around the cities being on a farm which is what one gets asked is actually irrelevant so if it's got um, foot and mouth then we disinfect that would be my view, absolutely and I don't think New Zealanders would mind and I think most tourists would think it was part of the experience so just get on with it
0: Yeah, unless you're wearing jandals but you would learn not to wear jandals on a flight
1: (laughs) And you just get your feet disinfected. I don't think
0: that's a bad thing. Stop mm. a bit of athlete's foot for you. I agree with you. I just think we can't be we can't be too no. careful when it comes to foot and mouth. Jeff and Justine Ross are right. Yep. You right in yep. this week's column on thecountry.co.nz. People pay for a story. They're very yep. good storytellers.
1: Yep. Absolutely, and I think that a lot of people have missed that they're talking about fashion. I think that when we talk about a premium, we actually need to look at per hectare, because I know they said we've got a premium for the wool, but if you've got only 10 sheep and one bale, one, a premium is going to have to be awfully big to make up for normal farming. But the story is there, and the story should be one that we all support, that New Zealand's a tremendously efficient place to grow protein. And if fashion is part of that, then that's fine. But let's think about what the world needs, and it's probably not fashion. Not clothes fashion, I
0: mean. Mind you, you've been very critical of regenerative agriculture, of that story. And, And that is very much their story.
1: Well, they're going for fashion. If you're actually trying for food, which is feeding people, remembering I'm an agricultural scientist and so my aim is to feed people for least impact, regenerative is not going to help because although we look at paddocks and say, isn't this wonderful, they're rushing around like, I think the quotation was children in a sweet shop or a lolly shop, actually when animals like what they're eating, they stick their head down and do it. They just eat. And part of the problem that I've seen with um, with paddocks with lots of stalks in them and when we were in this program looking at a lot of seed heads and stalks, is that the animals don't like the noise. You can see this particularly if you've got deer, because they're naturally quite flighty anyway, and they will take off if the noise isn't the normal stuff of grass that they used to. So let's think about what the animals were actually experiencing. And we also know that that was an annual paddock. What happens during the winter? Have they got enough food for winter? So I think it's a very interesting story. I'm pleased that they are getting a premium, but is that actually applicable for most farms? I doubt it. And besides, we must never forget that if um, the standard production or whatever takes about 15% of the market, it becomes not premium anymore. It's just average. It's just what you do. So if organics or regenerative became more than about 12% of the market, we would start seeing a tail off And people don't want to pay for it anyway. So they get a premium for fashion. The International Food Information Council says people think it sounds nice, but they don't want to pay any more extra, not for food.
0: Yeah, I think our story, that the New Zealand Inc. story, and I agree Fabulous. with what you've written in your column, is creating protein uh, with fewer emissions than any other yep. country on Earth. That's the story we need yep. to tell.
1: that's the story. And we need everybody saying it. We back you. We ought to be saying that for New Zealand farmers. We back you.
0: All right, Jacqueline Rowell, thanks for your time. Good luck battling the rona.
1: Thanks a lot, Jamie.